Hey everyone, my name is Julius and welcome to my podcast. Uh, today I'll be talking about rape. It's one of the biggest issues trending in the world right now and I felt the urge to talk about it today. And um, I live in Nigeria and in the past four to three days we've been having different, different stories about and young girls ladies being raped and it's sad and pathetic that at this point of our existence as humans we are still talking about rape because i feel by now as humans we should have evolved beyond irritating issues like this and rape is a very very complex and large topic to discuss so i won't be able to cover it all in this podcast so instead i'm going to delve into the main issues about rape first i'm going to talk about never blaming the victims we should never at any point in time blame the victims because there is no excuse for a rapist it's never an excuse for a rapist the excuse should never be why did she wear stuffs like that? Why was she at that point at that point moment? We should be able to accept the fact that women are to be at any point in place they want to be. They should be able to wear any clothes they feel like wearing as long as they feel comfortable in it. And this shouldn't be an excuse for a rapist to pounce on her. Please, I want to use this avenue to reach out to all men out there. This is not the time to bring out um, travel discussions like men get raped too. Yes, men get raped too, but this is not the issue at hand right now. <clears throat> it's not the issue at hand right now. The issue at, at, at hand right now is that women are being raped and battered. Nobody should be able to witness that sort of pain or live with that sort of pain. If you want to get down with the girl, get down with the girl, but you need a consent. If she doesn't give you a consent, then no. It's a no. Pure no. We should learn how to control ourselves as men. Now, I'm not using this as an avenue to attack men, but at the same time, I'm just trying to say that if we could imbibe this culture of having self-control and let a woman's yes be yes and a woman's no be no, we should be able to tackle the issue of rape. Also, looking at the next generation, the only way we could be able to kill the rape culture beyond this generation is if we can be able to imbibe this little nugget of knowledge into the upcoming generation. We have to make them see that we should respect every human, male and female. We should be able to respect every woman every human male or female teach them to become good people teach them to always seek and ask for consent anytime they want to do anything with the opposite sex or even the same sex this is not a test rape is horrible nobody should be able to live with such agony and pain um second thing i would like to talk about is consensual 
a consent between two parties when they want to have sex if as a guy you're trying to have sex with a woman and at the beginning she says yes then towards while things are going down she comes up and says, no i don't want to do that again i know it's hard it's hard for you to just it's not like sex is one button you have to just click on and like on or off but at the same time we should learn how to have self-control at that point she said no just leave her alone let her be then if later she comes up and be like eh, i wanted you to be like ah, if, ah, if you if i said no it doesn't mean i meant no now yeah let her be the one to explain that to you later don't be the one to conclude that in your head let her be the one to say that by herself that i meant uh, i meant a yes when i said no uh yeah fine please but next time if you mean a yes mean a yes if you mean a no mean a no you don't want to be trapped in the middle of that kind of discussion then later in the future when something comes up then she brings it up and be like i told him no and he still wanted and do it nobody's there to come and start explaining things to people that yes she actually meant a yes when she said a no no a no is a no we should learn how to start taking words the way they are and i would like to urge the other sex to to always stick to their guns when you say a no is a no if towards the no you now feel like it's a yes let it be another day yes don't let it be that same day yes please i'm not using this to attack women at the same time i'm just saying once it's a no it's a no you get out of that place immediately always be on your guard maybe you take a pepper spray or something and in case if any other funny thing wants to happen you take yourself out of that situation and please i want to urge women to uh, please do not go around with a dagger for a dagger or a knife as a means of self-defense your perpetual uh, your 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 enemy could disarm you and use it against you which is even worse so please if you are going to arm yourself for self-defense pepper spray you can spray it at a distance and disarm and use it to disarm your enemy or whatever and use that time to be able to run or things that can give you long range help not something close that the enemy can be able to disarm you and use it against you please so I, 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 I really want us to take this thing seriously because the cases that have been going on in my community for a while now i stay in nigeria and for the past four or five days i've been having issues of rape had issue of a, a an 11 year old girl who was raped by 12 men or 11 men that's horrible like, you know how bad it is for 11 men to sit around a 12 year old girl and none of them some sense into the other one that this is what thing that we are doing is wrong that's bad that's how terrible our society is right now that's that's just horrible or the story of the girl who was raped in a church and the guy used a vice to go to eat on it and she ended up dying that's that's just sad it's beyond sad it's just incomprehensible i can't believe someone could do that that's bad now i don't because of that i don't blame women who say men has come i don't blame them because things like this could incite fear hopelessness and a lot of things in their heart 
So I don't blame them when they say men has come. And men, this is not the time to play the gender card. I'm like, men also get raped too. Yes, men also get raped too, but the people in the front line now are women. And we have to support them. So uh, don't, please, don't bring up discussion that men also get raped too. And we should fight for all. Mm-mm. At this point, the people who are in the front line are women. People who are suffering this are women. I, 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 I don't want to sound insensitive but no matter how you are raped by a woman it's it can't boil down to the point where she has to eat you with a fire extinguisher then knock you out then blood everywhere then at the end of the day you die from it no but this is happening to women and it's bad and she's dead now so which excuse do you want to give was it the clothes that she was wearing in church or was it the fact that she went to go and read in the church please there's no excuse. And I know that men, all men, are guilty of this. We may not believe it. We may say, all men are the same. Yeah, but we men at the point we are guilty of coercing. Uh, try to, because um, we feel like, um, want to try and win a game, you know, get that to get into the whole group that we try um, struggling for this. No, at this point, I feel it's men are guilty of this no in no means no once you try and she struggle at first to stay away most men are guilty of this we should we should have evolved to the point where if you ask she doesn't give it to you no problem go away you can shoot your shot later again no problem but at this point no don't struggle nothing life is not hard so I, I feel like at this point we shouldn't be discussing things like this because as imams we should have revolted of that point. And I, I want us but men and women fight against these people. Because no matter the amount of placards that we bring out, it doesn't stop the rapist from going to go and do whatever I want to do. So right now, it's for us to stand up and fight. We should make sure our women are always on alert. We should always equip them to always defend themselves. Next stage is to train the future generations to treat all people as humans to be humane and always seek consent. And I feel like if we can go on with this, the act of self-defense for the women, that will be as a short-term solution to this issue and training the next generation to be better people as a long-term solution for this and i feel over time we have it, it, i know it can't be something that is going to go off because rape has been something that has been from time existent i feel it will reduce and one day it's going to be something that we are going to forget about it's not something that is going to exist again and i feel if we keep doing that it's going to happen uh thank you for listening to my podcast please subscribe like and share
Hi everyone, uh, welcome to my podcast, it's Julius and this week we'll be talking about something interesting and sensitive, as usual I talk about things that are very very sensitive so uh, with me in the studio I have a friend of mine who is going to shed more light on this discussion but first I'd like you to know what my discussion will be all about I'll be talking about domestic violence and domestic violence in perpetuity so i'll be talking about both from the male perspective and from the female perspective so welcoming my friend to the studio is a scholar i'll call her a scholar <laughs> ah miss ngozi Izzy. <laughs> miss ngozi Izzy, welcome to the studio thank you Julius. okay so um to go straight into what we came here for we'll talk about domestic violence so i would like to ask my my guest so what do you understand by domestic violence Okay, um, domestic violence, it is an abuse among members of a household, usually spouses, and it could be an assault or other violent acts committed by a husband, by a household member against another. So, um, from this definition I've seen now, so I feel like there should be a perception about what domestic violence can be, because to have the kind of way it's going to be, it's going to be like, is it just a random act or is it based on how it is in that society maybe there is a class in which it happens there is a region in which it affects there is a religious context in which it can and can't happen so can you hear me shed more light on that like I heard I don't know you did the research on it okay. <laughs> I heard that um, in the northern part of the country for my listeners outside Nigeria so just not I'm talking about Nigeria in this context like for places in the northern part of the country that is actually accepted for a man to beat yes, his yes. yes it is really yes it's accepted so uh, what will happen in that kind of family in which i can legally beat my wife <laughs> you know they, they they see it as a way of correction like when your husband beats you when your spouse beats you he's trying he loves you and he's trying to correct maybe you did something bad well, just like the same way you love your child when you are correct. Uh-huh, you, correct you, you scold your child, but instead of scolding, you actually you beat. Wow. I think I, I, I read that in, in, in literature when I was younger, in my primary school. That's how terrible it is. About, uh, I think it's Amina and the Milkmaid, in which uh, the man was beating the wife and the daughter because they were disobedient. That thing traumatized me in my whole life. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, normal, it's wrong. Mean, they that, say that's normal. Even the, you, you, you find the mothers telling their daughters, passing it on to their daughters, telling their daughters that it is acceptable that whenever your husband beats you, see it as love. Do not tell anyone. Wow. So, do you feel like uh, religion, uh, like religion, um, religious society or religious activities help confine this event from happening? Or do you feel like sometimes... I, I, I actually... Something even in religious context in which uh, patriarchy is actually the order of the day. Am I right? In which um, men should always, women should always be submissive to their husband, yeah, it's whatever, in the Bible whatever. that women should be submissive. You know, Nigeria is rooted in um, patriarchy, and it is a man's world in this society, in this part of the world where we come from. So, um, even in the Bible, you said wives should be submissive to their husband. But that doesn't mean that the wife should be battered. You get. But religion is that. What religion does is that religion doesn't tell you to leave because of the sin to divorce. Religion tells you to pray, <laughs> to endure and seek the face of God. But let's be logical here. 
You can't just stay in a marriage because of you're trying that to. That means you develop because what, of what, what, what if you die? <laughs> exactly. And, my point. Okay, you, you find out that some people. Okay, let's look at some the society. Some people will say, okay, I'm I'm staying in the marriage because of my kids. If you die, your children would survive. That's another point. That's another. So, as in the the imams and the pastors that are saying that people should um, endure and stay in abusive marriages. No, no. Okay, so I think we've dealt with that perception, the common perception of domestic violence from uh, region, region, and class. So uh, I'll go next to our uh, to the next segment where we will talk about um, domestic violence based on gender. Now, so we'll classify them like how it is seen on the men's side and on the women's side. side. Okay. Okay, so now, as I've dealt with the community perception about domestic violence, which there's something that we missed out. I, I we didn't talk about the fact that when we bring up the topic domestic violence, the first thing that comes to everybody's head is it's again about a woman, yes. a woman being abused. Yeah, a woman being abused, a woman being abused, and everything. So this this issue is actually very very delicate because I I actually found a way to bring up this podcast during a period where we have like i'm not having any trending issue about somebody like a domestic violence about now unlike the period when i did my rape podcast where there was a very yeah. trend about rape and everything so yeah. so as not to be not to come out sensitive like insensitive to some discussion and everything so now i can talk yeah, about the yeah so now we'll talk about the two gender now and i'm glad i brought you to the studio because you, <laughs> you did a thesis based on that. Talked about the uh, <laughs> analysis of domestic violence <laughs> from a male perspective. So I would like you to share. Let me share. First, let's talk about the general one which we know about, which is the women perspective, which domestic violence occur. Now, uh, based on statistics, according to the Clean Foundation report, that one in every uh, one in every three respondents that they talk to in Nigeria. A victim of domestic violence. Talk about women now. Okay. And there was a spike, there was like an increase in domestic violence in, um, from 21% to 30%. That's from 2011 to 2013. And this period when we were in lockdown, it went up again because of now these guys are at home and everything. So, I, what do you think are like the major causes of this thing? Do you feel like it's psychological? Do you feel like it's like uh, inherent, like maybe the born, like maybe some men are born to be violent or something like that. What do you think about it? No, I don't think um, violence, as in we are born into violence, as in I don't think everyone was born, anyone was born with violence. I feel that violence is something you learn. Why don't you feel like the natural state of human being, like we should be, like in our state of nature, we are violent creatures? No, violence is something that is learned, you get, when you're born. Eh? Like the kind of upbringing you had, the kind of um, environment you were exposed to, would really tell on you. And one thing is that what you learn first, you learn best. Okay, for instance, that you were born into an, um, an household where um, your parents are, are abusive towards each other, and maybe your the mom is always shouting, insulting the dad, or the dad beats the mom, or something like that. You'll be watching, as in subconsciously, you're learning it. You don't even know you're learning it. You don't even know you have it in you. Then when you now get married, maybe you now have a family of your own, and you now find out that your wife is talking to you in a kind of way, then you'll notice that when your mommy was talking to your dad, your dad, 
eater and she kept quiet so you tend to do it so abuse is something that is then even for the fe- for the female as well females too we go through as in they go through the same thing they learn abuse they learn violence so when they get married and they find out that oh my mom used to beat my dad my mom used to do this could be um verbal could be emotional could be psychological yeah. she will use it as well she won't even know when she's doing it because of it is inside of her she has learned it but it is in her subconsciousness so violence is not something that was that when we are coming into the world as our parents were giving birth to us that we came with Mm-mm. it is something that you will learn just like you learn how to say hello learn how to say bye and the rest of it yeah that was what i wanted to come to because i wanted to like tell our audience that Domestic violence is not limited to physical abuse alone because there is the verbal abuse, yes, yes. psychological abuse, physical abuse, physical abuse is worse. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, verbal abuse is what I wanted to bring that up. I think that will make more sense when we are talking about the other gender now, which are the male gender. So let's see. Many people feel like this is like is a myth where it's not possible for guy to do like domestic violence. I would say domestic violence like man. Ah, Guy, yeah, man. Like, especially in this, um, this patriarchy that we have in this society. It doesn't matter. Are. You have blood, I have blood. You have feelings, I have feelings. What, don't you think that men are more verbally abused than the female counterpart? Of course, men are more but verbally abused. But they, they will not say women are more physically abused. Is that mm. without without making a very good statistic? I've not done a research on that before. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, according to the research, like men go through domestic violence the same way women go through. I think the the um, the statistics is kind of as in it's almost the same thing. What it, as in what the male go through the same thing women go through. It's just that the thing is underreported. And also, we, we should talk about the severity of when I, I, I've I've been with youths like people my age and younger, like when I was a teenager or something. And we see a um, relationship between intimate guys and you see both of them physically abuse each other. But the severity is different in which when it's the guy that eats the girl, most times I see any of those things happening with intimate partners. It's also the girl that eats first. Most times. Most times. And you don't have to judge on that. Yeah, no. Now, well, I'm not judging based on that. I'm just saying most times it's always the girl that is first. Okay. Now, when the guy retaliates, the severity will be different because it's when the guy retaliates with nasty starts in black eyes. Yeah, we're looking at, it, at the masculinity <laughs> as a, a man being a machismo because of the physical qualities of a man, the biological traits. You're stronger than I am. So if I eat you, as in, it won't be that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But if you eat me, it will be very, very like, painful. Most feminists will not believe that. Like, men are, men are equal. Blah, blah, so blah, blah, that's blah. one thing. That's why I just feel that. Be- okay, before you say you won't be with anyone, you need to like find out your background. What have they been exposed to? If you can do those things, eh, it, it, it will help you a lot. So that you won't marry someone who would make you become something you're not, or become so, or do things you don't want to do. So do you feel like the uh, particular structure of our society is? Is not in the favor of men. Men, like men that have been. What do you mean it's not? Then why do we have the patriarchy? It is a man's world. That's the problem. Now the thing is, why I understand that to be is that, first of all, like we say, it's a man's world. When we say it's a man's world, uh, we feel like the men are always top of the women. So really, if anything domestic violence happening in the house, it's the man that is doing it on the woman. So if a man now comes out to say that my wife beats me up or my wife. 
verbally abuses me or something like that, I go and make that kind of report. It's laughable. Yeah, it's because, very, of society, yeah, because of the society, because of the it's. I feel like he's even doing more harm than good. I think Chimamanda uh, uh, I I, I, I said something about that. That patriarchy is actually killing men because they can't voice out. You know, because they're always trying to. Yeah, to feel, to, to show, like, to show strong, strong and everything. Amazing. And we have women, uh, especially in our society, it's very rampant in Nigeria. Where most men are verbally, most men are verbally abused. Where we see women tell you, like, ah, you're not man enough. You're this. Look at your mates. Blah 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 blah. And the man will just mm, sit there and look. Go out because of that. Most of those things drive men into drinking yeah, habits. Yeah. When, and I, was, stuff when like I was guiding my data, yeah. I, I spoke to one man. He said the reason why he doesn't die, he goes home late in the night because the wife will nag him. For me, then most of those things will make him stay out late at night, go and drink, whatever, whatever. The one he's drinking is uh, under the influence, then he comes home, and now man, nag again. No, 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 yeah, he uses this one. No, he said when he comes back, they will be drunk. So whatever she's doing, he doesn't care, he just goes to bed. But, and it's not every. Man, that have that level of control. Yes, yes. And some of them, that's when it gets to them. And then I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not being a domestic violent apologist, right? But I'm just saying that no, it's, no, no, we're just it's just a pattern. The, it's yeah. that's like the usual pattern, pattern in which it occurs. So I feel like patriarchy is actually having a bad effect on the men because now men can't report. I can't report some kind of things that happened to me when I was a child. I experienced some yeah, kind the way, of... Yeah, the way ladies come out and say, oh, they've been raped, they've been raped 20 years ago by this, by that. For a man, it's it's laughable you get. Yeah, I because can't... Because I'll tell you that, ah, you didn't enjoy it. Exactly. That's what everybody will say. They're like, I, I, I can't come out and tell them that, okay, when I was younger, I, I had uh, a nanny that we were with that used to uh, sexually abuse me or whatever, whatever. They're like, ah, bad guy, you enjoy going. Like, what? Like, this thing is... And, and a lot of guys are traumatized by, by it, which today. is something that causes what they are right now. Yes. Whether men are like people or something like that. So it's, it goes beyond that. So, next segment, we're now talking about laws that are put in place to protect victims of domestic violence and stuff. Now, uh, instead of talking about laws that are put in place to protect uh, victims of gender violence. Now, uh, it, it was so funny that when I went online to check out laws, uh, the only thing I was seeing was laws to protect women and children, women and children, women and children. The funny thing is that even in advanced nations like the United States of America, there are no laws protecting men that are domestically violated or have experienced domestic violence and these are things that we see commonly we, we have uh, relationships where women are very very violent with their spouses I, I i read online about a guy who was dating one italian woman like that and the man was just had an argument and she just like eating him throwing pots pans spoons knives and everything and as a man you are obliged not to respond, not to mm-hmm. retaliate, because that shows the level of maturity. Uh, maturity or uh, why would I have? You get like why would I have to be the one to succumb? I have to go through that pain just to prove to you that I am actually mad. That self control and you eat me with pounds and spoon and everything. And I just have to leave that even when I'm hot. I can't say anything because if you retaliate, you are. You're being abusive. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a coward. 
we live in a society now, though it's called a man's world, we live in a society now where if a man beats a woman, even when the woman is at fault, he's a coward. But if a woman beats a man, she's a strong woman. Yes, she fought for yeah, she it, it's time. I, I, I had the feminists to jump up. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a time when this a woman did something and the excuse this person gave was that years of which men have been abusive to women, this is payback. I wasn't the one that beat those women now. You get the old shit like I'm not the one that beat those women now. So why would I have know, to for, for you to know that she 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 learned as in it has been with her. My phone went through too. So, because we live in a society where it's okay for a woman to beat a man up, but it's definitely not cool for a man to touch a woman. Who must not touch a woman? Who must die. So, you know, because of the femininity now, women are so delicate. The, 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 uh, let me say, the main goal for me during this podcast, because I want to actually talk about the fact that there should be no, like, confinement to who and who should be domestically violated persons don't beat if you feel this person is being abusive leave in a much later time when everything is down you cannot come back you get to explain that, hey, hey, i didn't like the way this kind of thing happened whatever, whatever. and if you say the person is getting too roused up by whatever you're saying apart from that um, the thing is uh, the, um, the fact that okay um, although it is still accepted it is still legally accepted that the husband can beat the wife in Nigeria. Yeah, it's it's the For you people that are doubting the penal code, section 55 1D of the penal code, it actually still, they still accept it. Men can beat, in, can beat in, their wife to, for correction, correctional purposes. So the thing is, um, all these, um, like, they should create um, bodies, I feel, um, cam- um, campaigns could be online and even um, institution that would be. That would be um that would be like in charge of helping people, helping victims and creating more awareness. I feel that there is no awareness concerning the male domestic violence. And the reason is that male don't speak up. The men don't speak up. Yeah. It is undiverted because of the, the, the fear of stigma, the ridicule and yeah, yeah. Um, according to the Bureau of Justice statistics in nineteen ninety seven in America, like women reported are six times more than in an intimate partner relationship than that of men. But the thing is that they believe that men violence are grossly under reduced. Like, like they are not reported at all. Even in Nigeria, when I was looking for materials for my for my uh, for my research, it is only I uh, just two people that I found that that's actually researched on domestic violence wow. against me. That, that's really yeah, I think one man from Portacourt and another guy from Backcourt University. Just the both of them. Others are from outside, outside the contacting, outside. Uh, and we, are, we, we probably get this stigma if you write on something like that and be like, you are being a domestic violence apologist or whatever. whatever it's not whatever. about being a domestic violence apologist. It's, not, it's just about stating the fact. Like, we should, we are, come on, we're, we're learning This is no longer the um, colonial or pre colonial. As in, now we should be able to come out and, and, and speak up and get help. Oh, most husbands they die um, due to depression. They, 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 they commit suicide because of they can't come outside. They can't even face. And it's not just from the wife. Even the families yes, 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 can yes. also abuse the man, the man verbally. Yeah, and, and those kind of things are things that affect them psychologically. And a man can't just go to like in the office and be telling his friend, "Oh, my wife slapped me yesterday. My wife did this. My wife did that." Because of the society will not accept it. They would laugh at him. And the kind of society we are in, we don't take psychology seriously. 
I live in a country where all my friends that study psychology are not into makeup and wig making and this thing. Nobody actually wants to practice the profession. And that profession is actually a very beautiful profession, which you could actually help a lot. I feel like one of the things we have to do in Nigeria is to revive our counseling oh, no, every, in schools. Everything is all, everything is all, how will I even put it, oh, family people or village people. So once once a man starts beating the wife, oh, the, the family people, the village people are top. Or once the woman starts being abusive to the husband, the village because people are the, the position people. of our counsellors in schools, they, they don't do anything. My counsellor in secondary school was basically useless because there's nothing to they don't even if you okay you use yourself as as an, as an example mm-hmm. while we while you were in school normally your 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 course advisor will come and be like okay do you have issues in any, any come and meet me let's talk do you have you I ever have, I, I have never again I had issues mad as issues with some courses but I couldn't go to him because of stigmatization yes that like, some of them would not even want to take advantage of that this thing again so it's just very very so. For wrapping up, we'll talk about some little issues like where we said men and women are like um, the, the the level in which they are domestically violated is actually almost similar or equal in intimate relationship. In intimate relationship, but the problem is the severity is higher. Like when the guy is doing doing the old stuff on the woman, it's higher than when it's a woman. And men grossly is underreported. In okay. Nigeria, there is no law protecting okay. any guy. JJ, like, I, I want to say something. JJ, I want to say something. It's not as if I'm trying to be an apologist for men beating their wife. But I just want to ask, like, whenever there is an issue of domestic violence where the husband beats the wife, have they ever asked the husband what happened? Like they say, before you cast, before you throw the stone, are you without sin? He should say his own part of it. It's not as if I'm saying that any man should beat their wife. I guess. But you know some men would have been pushed to the wall. Yeah. To the wall. Where the only thing they could do to as in to feel that yes, that they are still men, that they are still in charge of the house, is to retaliate and beat the wife, which I don't support. But at least they should ask. Some women are as if some women are just so they can they can reduce a man with just words. They don't even have to beat you. They'll just sit down and reduce you. That, that's where we, that's where we talk about that the pachaki in which one the man always want to feel like I'm the head of the house. So that's who, whatever the woman is saying verbally can taint his ego. Then he will now want to put back like, ah, come on, I'm still the head of the family, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and again, that time the woman is angry that the man um, eats him. She can say anything. She can say he does this. He has been doing it. He has been doing all sort of things because of she's angry. She's trying to get a pound but, of flesh. Yes, and and that leads to. Like gross appropriation of things that are, or things that were not done in a relationship. Then she not, she may not bring up during the report that eh, he used to rape me, sexually abusive, whatever. Meanwhile, she might be the one perpetrating most of the offenses and everything. Huh. So if this case is very very sensitive and it's very it's very the first thing they should whenever whenever a, a, a woman comes to report, that's why I say they should fit bodies and institutions. I have a psychologist today. Even when a woman, you don't even report, need to you don't even need to take the demand to the cell. Let them speak. The both of them should speak to a psychologist. A differently. Profiler. Okay, differently. Yes. Yes. After that, like, you now know where the problem is coming from. The issue is that we don't take these issues serious in Nigeria. At Even all. when a woman goes to go and report a domestic violence case in Nigerian police station, they say problem. They won't take it serious. <laughs> you know, Why it should not even be total problem? As long as there is no severity in that offense, probably <laughs> she didn't come here with one big black eye or something. Or, or she's not in, 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 in coma or, or blah blah. Or 
They don't not going to be a problem. So I think there are a lot of factors that are going to affect this issue, and it's not something that we can tackle now. It's something that we have to just keep talking about it and start making like uh, decisive. But, uh, but nothing is. We have to make decisive. No, that's something we have to make decisive it. solutions to this problem. Like I like the opinion you gave about um, bringing up uh, campaigns and. Uh, organizations in which we're going to and also this. they should orientate the pastors and the imams. They should. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. Because of a lot of people, as in they, they are fanatics. They listen to whatever that's, their religious leaders tells them. That's a very so they should orientate all those ones that this is it. Though you can be separated, not divorced. The husband should stay, the wife should stay. Whenever don't they are ready don't to live man. peacefully, they should come back. Don't tell the person to start firing prayer. No, no. I'm praying for the marriage to. Mm-mm. They will just. The next thing is that they will use body bags to, 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 to carry the person out of the house. Okay, so thank you, our listeners. We're very sorry that this uh, episode is very long because this case, uh, this issue is actually very, very, very sensitive. And, and, and very, very, broad, as in, very, the more very broad, you talk about it, so uh, we'll talk about some other issues that we didn't um, pinpoint or clarify later. But thank you very much for listening to us. Hope to see you next time. Bye bye.